our top story. We have the details on stage three. It begins next Friday. Lots and lots to get through on what it means. Here's a couple of the top headlines. Outdoor social gatherings and organized public events with up to 100 people. Indoor gatherings, you have up to uh, 25 people inside. you got your churches are back, weddings are back, uh, funeral services, all with no capacity, just um, physical distancing is, is the key there. Indoor dining, also with no limits, no capacity limits, just physical distancing. Gyms, 50% capacity. And retail, uh, capacity, again, only limited to the number of people that can actually maintain physical distancing of uh, two meters. For reaction on this, I am pleased to welcome to the program Dan Kelly, President and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Dan, your uh, top-line reaction to what's been announced. Finally, 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 small businesses have some light at the end of the tunnel. The world's longest lockdown will come to an end next week. Uh, it is so, so long overdue uh, and, and really is, is some solid good news for small business owners across Ontario. Anything here that uh, you think they didn't go far enough with? Oh, for sure. (laughs) I mean, this still puts Ontario months behind other jurisdictions. Uh, Alberta, for example, has removed every single COVID-related restriction. Saskatchewan does that on Monday. British Columbia is pretty much there. Quebec is uh, 90% of the way there, too. So we're still way, way behind. Uh, Most indoor activities uh, will require, will come along with a 50% capacity restriction. So the movie theater, the bowling alley, the the escape room, all those kinds of things are still going to be facing a significant capacity restriction. And for many, that will mean that they are just not profitable uh, anytime soon. Uh, But But still, we've got to welcome today's news. Almost all businesses will be allowed to reopen. And this will be the first time that that has happened since the pandemic began, uh, including some of the events businesses uh, that that basically have been shut down since March 2020. So the world's longest lockdown coming to an end is is absolutely solid good news. Uh, It took us a long time and a lot of fighting to get there. Uh, But I do worry that what hasn't been announced is any additional transitional support for the businesses that face ongoing restrictions and are hanging on by a thread, given how long they've been locked down. We need a a third round of the Ontario Small Business Support Grant in order to take away a bit of the debt that businesses have inherited over the COVID-19 period. I have. I, I got to admit, I'm, I'm somewhat surprised by today's announcement. Just in terms of it, it was only a few days ago, wasn't that long ago, that the new chief medical officer of health, who is holding a press conference as we uh, speak, and we'll take you to that in the questions and answers in a little bit, was saying, "Look, do not expect us to move that much quicker into stage three or step three. Uh, we had Dr. Peter Uni on this radio program just yesterday saying, "If you just." Stay the course, go slow, go slow. This seems to have been. This seems to be a bit of a change from that. Any sense as to why? Uh, well, look, I, I think even the most reluctant of public health officials is beginning to admit uh, that uh, that the restrictions are, are are no longer making a ton of sense. We have public health officials in almost every jurisdiction in the world that has that have gone a lot farther, a lot further than Ontario has. And they've done that months ago. Saskatchewan movie theaters have been open since January 1st, 2021. 
Uh, indoor restaurant dining has been open almost the entire pandemic in British Columbia. Retail wasn't closed for a day in BC. Other public health officials, together with their governments, have found pathways to do this. And it, it feels like even with the absolute panic that COVID has caused the Ontario cabinet, um, some of them have said, look, enough's enough. We've got to be able to reopen the economy. And, and if, if we can't do it now, when summer's on our side, with vaccination rates above 50% of Ontarian adults with being fully vaccinated, if we can't do it now, when on earth will we be able to reopen? Are we just going to wait until the fall when perhaps uh, some COVID levels tick up because of seasonal conditions? Uh, can we keep the economy in perpetual lockdown as we have for almost a year and a half? It continues to be, we continue to pay the price for the mismanagement of the second wave for what happened in February and March when we began to reopen. And there seems to be a skittishness uh, on the part of of the Premier's office, of the Cabinet. But that seems to, now I think your point is well taken here, is that that we have you know, sort of tipped over into those great metrics and it's, it's difficult for the, for the government to continue to be skittish. Uh, look, I think there's some truth to that. I will challenge, though, there, there really was no reopening in February. There was some parts of Ontario. I mean, Ontario, uh, Toronto, uh, the Peel region, remained in full lockdown uh, and, and hasn't opened uh, since November. Uh, there, were, there was been no activity in the GTA while COVID numbers came up. And I think that the other thing that I think people haven't fully realized is of the many things that have been going on are lockdowns the thing that has been keeping COVID in check. If, if lockdowns were super successful, then we should have no COVID given that restaurant, indoor restaurant dining, for example, has been locked down for 400 days in the city of Toronto. So, you know, we've got to admit, as I think a growing number of jurisdictions are, just like when we were washing everything with Lysol when we came back from the grocery store, we've learned a lot about what measures work and what measures don't work. Uh, during during this COVID emergency. And yes, lockdowns can play a role, but no province, no jurisdiction in the world has used it as a, as a kind of a perpetual lockdown, the way that Ontario has. Most have applied the lockdown for a couple of weeks and then reopened the economy. And that's what's happened every single other place than here. Uh, lots of mistakes, lots of lessons. But the people that have been paying the price are small business owners. They have been struggling from the very beginning because of the province's mismanagement and its adherence to this incredibly, incredibly harmful policy of locking down businesses. So it is good news that we are at the point where those restrictions are being lifted. I'm hoping that we will never once again see lockdowns resumed in Ontario and with vaccination levels continuing to tick up. Uh, you know, I think we can all have reasonable confidence that, yes, the aggregate number of COVID cases may rise, but as long as it's not leading to additional hospitalizations and deaths, we're going to have to live with this as as more jurisdictions are doing. Speaking with the president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, Dan Kelly, as we look ahead, one of the things that the government announced today was that the province will remain in step three for at least 21 days. Of course, we've heard that before with step one and step two and step three, and that doesn't ever really actually pan out. But nevertheless, that's what they said, 21 days. And here are the metrics. 
80% of eligible population, age 12 and over, with one dose. We're pretty close to that. It's not ticking up all that well. It's sort of in the 77% and 75% with their second. We just moved over uh, 50%. And that would indicate that we would then move into another step. And um, wait a minute, the Minister of Health is here. How many steps do we have, Minister? There are only three steps. We just have the three steps, Dan. I'm not sure if you're, you're clear on that. <laughs> well, today they announced step four. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry the minister would disagree. How many mi- steps, minister? There are only three steps. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you miss an hour, you miss a lot here in Ontario. It is, uh, they have announced step four, which is in early August, that, that, re- that lifting of virtually all of the COVID restrictions. I will say, of course, as I said before, other provinces are there right now. Um, uh, the province is intending to keep it looks like its uh, mask rule in place until September, until sometime in September. Uh, but the uh, but the other COVID restrictions, the capacity restrictions on business, it seems that whatever remains after step three would be lifted in early August as part of step four. Well, it's a day to celebrate. I know it's not everything that you were looking for, but at least we have some clarity and businesses have a, a bit of a a bit of a runway here of a week to get prepared for what's coming on next Friday. You got it. Dan, great to talk to you. Thanks again. Anytime.